0: I'm Debbie, and I'm Allison, and we're the Poltergals. Spooky. (laughs) Hi, I'm Debbie, and I'm Allison, and we're the Poltergals. Welcome back to another episode of The Poulter Gals. Um, thank you guys for sticking with us every week. Um, if you didn't know, of course, we always have our Tuesday and our Friday drops. Um, and um, we got a lot of fun stuff going on. So if you haven't already, don't forget to go follow us at all of our social media at the underscore Poulter Gals. Um, and we're on Facebook and Instagram. Um, Allison, this week we're going to be talking about ancestral ghosts just kind of ghosts in general well like the origins of ghosts and like ancestral ghosts also
1: how am i more dedicated than you because my ipad is also green
0: um my ipad looks green in this light so that's my all iPad that matters just is green um if you guys are watching us on youtube shout out to all those amazing people finger guns pew, pew. um check out our new boo sign hey boo tang that's our little for my afternoon yawns, man. So she needs she needs a nap. She needs to go snap. Um, you can nap when you're dead, Allison.
1: Also, fun fact, you only yawn because there's a lack of oxygen in your brain, not due to the fact that you're tired.
0: Wow. I always have a lack of oxygen in my brain, so what does that mean? <laughs> um anyway. So this week we have um some exciting ghosties. ghosties to talk about Ghosty, uh stuff yeah consider this the Poltergallo's
1: field guide to ghosts right because yeah because apparently no matter how much we talk about it it's just like we got to make sure
0: that people know what it is yeah and i mean i know we had a little bit of a debate last week or week before last about like you know what counts as a ghost what counts as a cryptid what counts as in between so we wanted to go back and do some more research and be like what is it you know we want to have some more classifications mm-hmm. um, in this nations. So, Wait, what? In the nations? <laughs> in how in many the nations, nations are we in? The nation of America. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Is America a nation? I think so. Um, Allison, let's get learnt.
1: learned. Learned.
0: Learned. <laughs> the kids still say that?
1: Dude,
0: I don't think so. Listen, I just know that there's going to be some ghosts, millennial ghosts one of these days, and people are going to be like, Ouija boarding them in, and they're gonna say, like, that's lit, bro. And then people are gonna be like, ew. <laughs> um, so I'm excited for that. I can't imagine saying, that's lit, bro. They're like, or they're like, like cool beans. Cool beans. Oh my gosh. Um, s- aside, this is a side note, as we always get on tangents. So last night, my husband told the most stupid joke I've ever heard in oh my, my life. So oh my I said, we we went, we were at, first off, we were at a Chili's. So, ma'am, this is a Chili's. Um, and we were eating. And he had black beans and rice. And then I had, like, a Southwest salad. But my black beans and my salad were cold. And so he's like, oh, you, you know what? Rather than saying cool beans, we're going to say, rather than frijoles, more like frio-holies, am I right? <laughs> Do you get it? Because frio means cold, and frijoles is beans, <laughs> so it's frio <frio-holies. laughs> Okay, you and d- now d- back d- into d- the episode. we just need to tell Cameron to chill, because, like, you mean to f- to frio? To chill? <laughs> I don't know how to say to chill in Spanish. Because, <laughs> oh my god, that w- Shout out, my husband. Cameron, please don't ever do that again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, whenever he's a ghost and he's getting sang on Stan, he's going to sing.
1: <laughs> Free
0: <a whole> <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's get into ancestral ghosts, Allison. So, so, these is
1: pretty much exactly what they sound like it's a spirit of a departed family member. And, as we've said before, for various reasons, they could haunt this
0: world mortal plane
1: it's maybe because they're drawn to a particular area, traumatic experience, possibly just the ma- how they died, whether it was uh how how bad the experience was like for them to pass mm-hmm. Um, sometimes they just want to be here just to check on their family before they leave to make sure that they're good and, you know, how life is. Yeah. And you know what you always say, person plays their thing. Yeah. And so, um, many times the spirit is drawn back because, um, the person that is mourning their actions, tra- treatment, make sure, again, they're good. They're not trying to kill themselves. <laughs>
0: Thanks. You're welcome. Uh, better help. Just please sponsor us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, but, yeah, so sometimes they're there to also help their grandkid. I don't know why I said it like that. Their <laughs> grandkids grow, Aww. develop, and just to keep mommy. an open eye out. Yeah, For ghost mommy. And we're, like, we were talking about this last time that mm-hmm. with our grandmother's passing. Mm-hmm. And my niece, so this was my niece's great-grandma, but she was asking my papa, like, how, like, what does that mean? And, like, what, because we were, like, trying to explain it to her, and my, my grandfather is a deacon, and so she goes to the church, or she goes to school at the mm-hmm. church he works at. And so she was like, what do you mean he's, like, she's sleeping. Like, what do you mean? So he's trying to explain that Aww. to her. And it's like, how do you explain that to a three-year-old?
0: Oh. So. Well, and before this, I said that we should have a seance and bring back both our grandmas so they can meet each other.
1: <laughs> I'm sure they can put
0: two and two together.
1: Because if they're like, oh, yeah, why are you here?
0: I don't know why you here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they'd be friends, though.
1: I don't know, maybe.
0: But that's Okay. Anyway, so, yeah, there's a lot of reasons why ghosts hang out, and sometimes they just want to be with their family, and that's okay. Yeah. And, I mean, like, we've talked about, like, specific hauntings or, like, beings, like, um, we've talked about uh, the, uh, you know, the Scotland one. Oh, the Banshee. Yeah, the Banshee coming back and letting certain people know. Omens. Um, Omens. omen,
1: good omen, whichever. I feel like that's one of those ones that's, like, confusing. Is it a bad omen, or is it also a good omen?
0: Is it like letting you know? Is it like a check in? Like, what is it? Like,
1: is it a bad omen just because you hear it? So then somebody that's close to you, you know, they're someone that's close to them is gonna die, or, or is is it's like, like, I don't know, like a hey, by the way, someone gonna be dead.
0: I don't know, maybe that goes falls into the ancestral ghosts category. You never know because it's like many questions. To we that's what asked. we're here to talk about today.
1: That's just confusing. <laughs> <laughs> well, in Japanese culture. They are called, and I'm going to, s- how do you even pronounce that? Shintoism. Shintoism? Shinto. Which, ism. yeah. Shintoism? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So, they're deceased ancestors that acquire power of the deities? Deities? Deities. <laughs> uh. In my head, for whatever
0: <laughs> it's, I know it's like deities or You could deities. say deacon, but you can't say deities. <laughs>
1: I don't know, man. And deacon is literally D E C O N. <laughs> so, like, how many ways can you say deacon without it being decon? <laughs> like,
0: think about but it. But deity. It's all right, man. Listen. But that's a T. Yeah. Deities. De- deities. Anyway. Deities. That's so weird. Anyway, so they get power from their deities. Yeah, and
1: they're super, and they get supernatural. um, Special powers. Yeah, basically special powers, which allows them to uh, honor their pictures, burning incense, making offerings such as food and drinks, mm-hmm. which I've heard of before, especially when it comes to, like, Native American cultures and mm-hmm. in order to piece, appease, like, the earth spirits, Mm -hmm. you have to give up offerings to basically keep them at bay. That's cool. So, uh, that was interesting when I was reading that. Uh, To the Japanese, though, the dead are no less than the living and they take part in daily life of the family. Which is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, The stories of the spirits, they pretty much materialize, remaining visible for many years. And for th- and three days in July, there's actually a festival, so almost like the Day of the Dead, um, like similar to Dia de los Muertos, mm-hmm. that whole festival. They have their kind of similar thing to that to where yeah. family can visit and the spirit world
0: can cross. That's cool, so and again, that's very common in mo- across different cultures, yeah. so um, you know, yeah, yeah, it was kind it's cool to see that Japanese culture
1: and like Hispanic culture pretty much have that same thing it's this festival Festival of the Dead. Yeah.
0: I mean, I think there's like I mean, I know America doesn't necessarily have that. Um but you know, there are other countries and then even smaller communities or smaller tribes or smaller um towns that still celebrate that kind of thing. Yeah. So it really just depends on region, but um You know, specifically, this one dates back to Japanese culture.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, which is cool, and it also goes into that a traditional ghosts in Japanese culture hang around for after death,
0: the yurei, which we've talked about when we talked about the suicide forest. Yeah. Um, and we've talked. I feel like we've talked about them a few different times. We've talked about other Japanese stories. Yeah. Um, was it about the one with the mountain, the haunted base of the mountain? We did that one. Um, that or was that the Suicide Force I episode that, that we was did? I think
1: Suicide Force, I think.
0: Um, We've done quite a lot of episodes, yeah, so go back and listen to that one as well. So this
1: one, these kinds of spirits are more out for vengeance and revenge mm-hmm. and um, for whatever happened at some point in their lifetime. They're just
0: unfortunately
1: not over the situation.
0: Yep. They need to grow up, man. Well, and again, like we were talking (laughs) about, like, again, going back to the, you know, the suicide forest and, like, people that have died from bad situations or, again, mental health issues or whatever. Yeah.
1: And I was like, I like how I'm like, grow up, man. But it's like, dude, they're a ghost. How much can you grow? They're dead. (laughs) How many levels of ghosts can you have? Like, are you like a baby ghost
0: whenever (gasps) you die? Or Or a teen ghost? Or a teen ghost? Or a sexy ghost? Yeah. (gasps) Maybe.
1: I don't know. There are many questions to be asked.
0: But it is very interesting just thinking about, like, do they remain in one state? Like, and then this goes back to the question, like, are ghosts' conscience in a way?
1: Because it's like, do do they... mature in a way like we mature as we get and older, then do like they like
0: are they able to let go and then finally move on or are they like stuck as they were yeah. which i mean we talk about like with children ghosts all the time as well like yeah they stay children like they stay in that mentality like it which uh, makes it hard but i mean i still yeah. feel like they can mature in a way but i mean I they mean, mature as much as a child could allow them to mature if that makes yeah.
1: sense yeah we've also talked about that like if you're a residual energy it's just it's the amount of energy that, as a living person, you put into it because you're doing the same routine. Mm-hmm. So, in a sense, that spirit can't really mature because it's just in this constant loop. Yeah. But if you're, like, an intelligent spirit or someone that has a, even the, a little bit of
0: awareness, can you? Well, and I think that goes, like, what we talk about where it's, like, residual hauntings versus, like active-slash-demonic hauntings. Yeah. So, again, the Uray kind of that idea of the ghost is a vengeance ghost is somebody who's coming after something bad um, versus more of just, like, an ancestral ghost who's more just here, um, more omniscient, more yeah. just hanging out kind of ghost.
1: It makes... It, it's just... I don't know. I, it's curious... I'm curious as to how that stuff kind of works and how... If it works like life is, can you mature? Can you grow? Can you, yeah. at some point, find peace in those situations?
0: And we've been exploring that in our own explorations. Have we? Yeah. Have we really? Maybe. We'll find out more. <laughs> so, uh,
1: Yuri's, like we mentioned, they're just kind of in that stuck phase. Um, The name actually... Is kind of like, depending on the translation, it can be in faint, dim, hazy, that kind of like foggy kind of spirit. spirit. Yeah, they're in that foggy kind of mindset. Um, the non, the one that's a little bit more clear is the reikon, ray, which is simply where the spirit leaves the body mm. and then
0: joins its other ancestors. <laughs> I imagine that like in the Tom and Jerry cartoons, you know, it's like whenever he like, comes out of yeah. his body and like looks down on it that's yeah. what i imagine for that type of spirit
1: yes I, I think that's pretty much what it is it's just this finally separating the soul from
0: the physical body the physical
1: body and then joins the rest of the family
0: hmm. interesting um
1: which is kind of cool and there's a yoki or bewitching apparitions
0: the yokai the yokai <laughs>
1: And now, a word from our sponsors. Spooky. (laughs) Hi, this is Sarah. And I'm Carter. And this is Some of Our Thoughts.
0: We're two Southern sommeliers, and we want to share everything we love and know about wine. We started hanging out during quarantine, and cooking, and drinking, and listening to music, and we just thought this would be a great way to bring everything we know to you guys.
1: We will make wine knowledge and food pairings easy and approachable. So put on your favorite vinyl, grab your favorite glass of wine, tune into our show, and let's have some fun. Wine,
0: wine and Vinyl. vinyl. So check us out on RugMediaNetwork.com or wherever you get your favorite podcast. We'll be talking about a lot. <laughs>
1: frozen, frozen, heroes. Gonna tell you about frozen frozen heroes! To,
0: to tell, tell you about. about hey i'm zach and i'm mike and we have a fantastic new podcast to tell you about bros foes and heroes it's the two of us looking into the world of comics breaking down some characters that you may have never heard of and some that are just absolutely ridiculous yeah so zach comes up with a character each time and uh, i go into it just completely blind I don't know who this person is or what their abilities are or anything and and basically I guess we kind of go over their origin story and just some of the ridiculous stuff that maybe especially golden age stuff. Oh golden age stuff is always the best and we will make sure to
1: I'm April. Hi, I'm Caroline. And we have a new podcast for you. What's it called, Caroline? Uh, Bloody Happy Hour. It's going to be your new favorite guilty pleasure. We're going to talk about some bloody stuff. Serial killers. True crime. Rape. breakfast. <laughs> Why not join us? We'll have a good time. You literally never know. I don't know what I'm going to say. <laughs> bloody Happy Hour. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And now, back to the show.
0: It's spooky. spooky.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's And these, of course, we've kind of talked about before a little bit, I think.
0: Yeah, and I've watched—if um, you guys really want to go look, there's a good PBS program um, that they talk about, like, hauntings and ghosts and spirits and stuff, and I think they've done an episode of the yokai, um, which is very, very informative. And um, the yokai, I think the one that—or at least the story I know the most of, and it could be just because I've watched this episode the soonest, so don't sue me, Um, but it was about, like, the snow yokai. Have you heard that story? No. So it was, like, the story of this man— um, who, like, went out into a blizzard or something, and he found, like, a fair young maiden um, in the woods. And so he was, like, walking towards her. um, And then, and I, I could be getting this all wrong. This is, again, just based off my memory. um, But he's, like, going into the woods, and then he ends up, like, almost freezing to death. Yeah. So this creature or this being, a yokai, comes and, like, like, makes him live. And, again, it was, like, this beautiful woman or whatever. And one of the rules was, like, you can never, I think it was like, you can never say my name or something. Um, And then you can never like, uh, you can never say my name again or tell anybody what you saw here today because she saved his life. So then the story goes on that he meets this woman and they fall in love. And in the story, the woman also has snow white hair. But knowing that the yokai who saved his life told him, like, you can never tell anybody about this and you can never mention my name was like I'm not not gonna say anything so they end up getting married like they have children and then um, like one day he comes home and I I think either she was dying or something was happening and so he brings it up and then she reveals herself that she was the yokai all along the woman he had fallen in love with was actually her and then by betraying her um, I think he ends up like dying or something um, because he did not do as she said and if he would have just kept his mouth shut and have lived the life that she helped him build and helped him create and literally saved his life, they would have lived on a long, happy life together or what something. What the heck? So that's one of the stories I know of the yokai. And again, like, the PBS programming, they have it so much better. Um, and you can find it on YouTube, too. Um, I can't remember exactly the name of it right now, but if you just look up, like, yokai PBS, it will show up.
1: <laughs> that's interesting, though. But, and you know, here it says that they usually come around dusk or dawn, mm-hmm. Kind of sounds like what you were talking about when he was c- almost, like, on the verge...
0: Of dying. Of dying. In the middle of the forest. Yeah. And during a snowstorm.
1: Um, And, like, what you're saying, this includes monsters. mm mm-hmm. Like you had just mentioned. Or, um... So, s- almost, they can shape shift in a sense, yeah. into what whatever, I guess, eases the person's mind. Yeah. Um, Which is cool. It's... There's also the obake or bokumano, who are generally terms for premature beings of sort, which is th- for the yuri and the yokai. Mm-hmm. Um. So basically, like the smaller, younger versions of these two entities. And then, uh, ka or ba. Which is ancient Egyptian Ip- Sh- Egyptians.
0: Egyptians.
1: Um, which is the double of the soul similar to the astral body, so that whole other plane, which the only thing I can explain uh that kind of plane is in conjuring. Mm, is it conjuring? I think so, yeah. Where the guy's like has that gift and like hides it and then his yeah, little yeah. boy gets stuck in there. That's spooky. Yeah. That's basically that plane is that whole thing.
0: Yeah. Um, oh, and I did look it up. So it, it's the Yukiona spirit, oh. um, which Yuki literally translates to snow. <laughs> um, so like whenever his wife's name was literally like the wife's name was Yuki. And then like she was the spirit of the Yukiona. <laughs> so uh, like, how, how did he, did he not? He, how did I mean, he maybe he knew, but like the whole thing is like he wasn't supposed but
1: to. But how, to how did he not put two and together that it's like, oh, this is my wife's name. And this is also this. uh creature Being that saved me in the middle of the night that saved my life yeah. and then like i could understand maybe like i so, let me i have to go somewhere mm-hmm. and then leaves to try to speak to her mm-hmm. like in private cuz technically if you go and you leave and you go out
0: this man i don't know like that would have been something different but <sighs> i don't know man the more you know um but yeah anyway back to egyptian folklore and i don't know Like, I got really into, like, Egyptian mythology when I was in middle school, Um, which I think is super funny. Um, Oh, dude, Egyptian mythology is so good. um,
1: So interesting. And so, and the Moon Knight that Marvel has does a pretty good job of, like, at least mentioning a lot of the Egyptian gods. Mm -hmm. Um, One of my favorites is Contru.
0: Ooh, tell me about that. And so he's
1: actually, I haven't looked much into him, but he was basically, like, the one that always um, tried to do good but never really knew the best way to do it. Oof. So, like, he had broken the rules to the point to where he was no longer a god. Like, he got kicked out of the temple. Yeah. And so, it's, that whole thing is pretty cool, but there's, like, a lot of stuff. There's, um, dude, where's, the crystal shop that's in Hewitt? There's there's a Celestial Sisters?
0: Celestial Seasonings is one of my friends always called it. No, I always called it that.
1: So, they actually have a conchu stone. Wow. A stone
0: that's, like, in the shape of his head,
1: which is, it looks like a crow's head. That's cool. And so, I was like, dude, I I almost bought it, because it's, like. That's one of my favorite. We need to go over Egyptian there. gods.
0: Um, I don't know.
1: I need to do more. Well, research obviously,
0: on my favorite Egyptian god is Ra because I'm Deborah Ra. So <laughs> I'm joking. I, who is Ra? The, uh, the sun god? Hello. Oh yeah. That. Like the god of gods, the sun god, the big god. Yeah, but that's also you can like that's like someone saying my favorite's Zeus because he's the god of gods, the big god. Like, like. I feel like Ra is just the most well-known Egyptian god in, like, modern-day storytelling. Yeah. Like, when you're going back to Egyptian folklore, I, s- I guess I call it folklore. <laughs> Egyptian, I mean, you know, lore. <laughs> it, yeah. I That's what it is. But so there's a lot of weird stuff that happens. Um, I did, like, recently learn that, did you know that back in Egyptian times, so I know this is completely off topic, but, like, they used to jump rope. Like ju- the sport, the activity of jumping rope actually started in Egyptian times. What the heck? Yeah, it's been dated back. They used to use vines, um, which is pretty cool. I mean, that's just a fun fact. So, Debbie did fact.
1: You know, <laughs> did you know that uh, there's a bunch of theories. It's folklore that um, the Egyptians potentially got help from. Aliens? Aliens to build the (laughs) pyramid. Well, yes. And they, it's like written in their hieroglyphics that they had come in to help them and give them knowledge in order for humanity to grow.
0: I know we are a conspiracy podcast, but here's my hot take on that. So yes, as, as much as, you know, we talk about aliens and the occult and the supernatural, I just want to say something. I think the problem is white people have no worth, work ethic. And they're like, oh my gosh, how did these medieval brown people build things? Because um, they did it. Like, hello? They just did it. And also they had mm. slaves, which is bad. Bad. <laughs> and then they just did it. Like, they would just do things. Look at the Mayan temples. Look at it. It happened in all other places. I think White they, men are lazy. they were helped by, uh, by
1: aliens? Aliens.
0: You never know, man. I mean, maybe. Listen, Allison, I'll take, I'll take your take, but I'm also going to keep my take that history is racist and biased. <laughs> I mean, yes. I'm not gonna disagree with that, <laughs> but you know what also you know what but can we do like the meme? It's like
1: aliens <laughs> i j- I don't know it's just. also like, can you do
0: this for me so I can screenshot it
1: No thanks, aliens
0: <laughs> uh
1: anyway, but yeah i j- it was just like a I had read that there was a theory out there that potentially gotten help.
0: Well, and you know, now, well, <laughs> if the you, you want to talk about it, listen, Egyptians have like a whole afterworld system. Exactly. They have a whole like idea about like what happens. That's why they buried their pharaohs with uh, like you know. trinkets and like literally their wives and slaves because they're like, oh, you get to take these with you to the afterlife.
1: I think if anybody had any kind of like religion, mythology, folklore that we really needed to be concerned with as far as like might be pretty accurate, mm-hmm. Egyptians. Hmm, interesting. I feel like they might have a pretty accurate thing. Well, we
0: moved. <laughs> <laughs> it just depends.
1: Anyway, we definitely derailed from what we <laughs> were even talking
0: about. Well, now on to the French people. So, um, we talked about, you know, traditional ghosts. We've talked about Japanese ghosts. We've talked about Egyptian ghosts. Now, um, you know, there's also the idea of, like, french which they use the word revenant so i've heard of this before yeah so they use it interchangeably with like the word ghost slash like you know they may be human or animal spirits you know this that's where i heard of it
1: because in um native american mythology Mm -hmm. depending on what tribe and i was Mike and I were recording this for cri- the Cryptid One. Shout out our Cryptid Podcast. Also yeah. give the plugs. It's uh Mysteries of the Paranormal. There's a giant ant on this black table. That's definitely not the socials, but there's one over there by uh you on that corner. And uh it's Mysteries of the Paranormal on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, and then Mysteries of the Para on Twitter. You can also Cause find me Cuz they YouTube. have a character <laughs> limit. <laughs> yeah.
0: Anyway, um, so yeah. yeah, go check out that podcast, which is also one of our partner podcasts. So shout out our Polter pals. Um,
1: but yeah, and so they're like in depending on the tribe mythology that essentially humans and animals were one and the same. Like you could mm-hmm. almost interchange. You spirits. could spirits. Yeah,
0: you could. And we talked about this shapeshift um in our werewolf episode. Was it yeah, Werewolves think when so. we talked about this, or uh, Skinwalkers? Yeah, in our Skinwalker yeah. episode, where
1: they animals and humans were one and the same, so you could shapeshift into animals. Uh, humans and animals spoke the same language; they th- just knew the natural flow of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, in one version, it was the a uh, rabbit was playing with a blood clot, and then this theory of motion creates life. And it creates the energy to create life. And Mm -hmm. so the rabbit essentially playing, I mentioned hacky sack because it's like the easiest way to comprehend it. Played with the blood clot, thus creating humanity. And another version, it was for another tribe. An elderly man was following a buffalo trail to try to get food Mm, and then found the blood clot. That's very interesting. And they mention also Revenants, so that's kind of like revenants. How, mm. how they kind of tie together.
0: Yeah. Well, that that's interesting. And again, like the idea in like the French culture of like the Revenant, it's just like anything. Like it's ghosts, it's humans, it's animals, it's spirits, it's creatures, it's cryptids. And again, when we were talking about this episode, like there's some weird classifications in between like what's a cryptid, what's a ghost, what's a haunting? Um, and so it's kind of interesting that different cultures have it and then like the french word um revenir r e v was r e v e n i r revenir means to return so the whole idea is like a return after death yeah. um and then you know animal Ghost has its own category we could probably talk about <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so which is cool cuz
1: you know how everything just feeds into one another and um uh, like you're saying goes into animal ghosts which mm-hmm. Um, you know, cause everything in a sense has a, s- a, a, connection. a connection, a yeah. soul in some sort.
0: And again, it kind of um, depends on what your definition yeah. of intelligent, your, and your yeah. definition of, um, and again, everything's so subjective. So yeah. these are all just stories that have been told over time, That now we're telling you. <laughs> yeah. And it's kind of cool cause you know, um, Mike and I, again, we were
1: talking yesterday about how different cultures, how a lot of stuff does overlap, mm-hmm. but Has some kind of um, differences just to tie into their religion, like you. Like we mentioned earlier, you have the Greek gods that are very similar to the Egyptian gods because you do Mm. have that hierarchy hierarchy idea. Yeah, Yeah. the higher.
0: Well, maybe uh, they're just aliens. So,
1: or <laughs> maybe they're just aliens. Like you have Ra, which is the sun god, and then you have Zeus, Anubis, which is and yeah, you have all these, Death, which is parallel yeah. to Hades, and you yeah. know, and then you have the underworld, which is that crossover in both. And I mean um, mythologies and stuff that yeah. it's very similar. And as far as how structure wise, there, there's a lot of similarities, but a lot of differences in them.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, again, like, when you're looking at this cross-culturally, and even, like, we were talking about with, like, different languages and different places, they all have, like, some similar structure to it. Yeah. And if you go back and, like, you know, even the origins of, like, the flood story that's in the Bible, you go back to Mesopotamia and the Fertile Crescent and early early language development and early human development, that was something that happened there, you know? Yeah. So, like, it and was just a story of what was happening at the time, and it's cross-cultural for those people at that place. Yeah. Even though it might not have been the same across the world, but there might have been not been humans here across the world at that time.
1: Yeah, and that's a, that was another thing that w- uh, we were talking about is that, like, if there was—historically, it shows that that flood happened mm-hmm. around the Nile River, mm-hmm. which is roughly that same little area that mm-hmm. Jesus would have been— um, the Egyptians were living. Mm-hmm. So it kind of makes sense, like, in that time it felt like the whole world was flooded that yeah. you needed to save those species in that space. And again, and these so are
0: all different timelines and different periods yeah. of human history, but they yeah. all, like, have s- some sort of shared documentation.
1: Yeah. yeah so Which is interesting.
0: And so, yeah, and it's like, historically it shows that that
1: was, like, a thing that happened, and so it's just, depending on the religion on, and your culture on how you wanted to l- look at that, how that happened, it's you look at Christianity, they attribute it to um, the Great Flood Mm -hmm. and needing to put everything, Moses and um, Noah's Ark, (laughs) everything, because you have the parting of the seas with them. And so you look at that kind of stuff and how things happened, and then you look at the
0: Egyptian gods. Yeah. And then you're like, hmm, all these stories kind of have different trademarks of each other. And again, I just think it is also just like there are no new concepts. So these are all coming from somewhere. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And so, I think with spirits a lot, because it's word of mouth, really. Yeah.
0: And that's Um, what we talk about all the time with all of these cryptids and beings and ghost stories. They start somewhere. But where is sometimes often hard to find. Um, And, I mean, even us talking about the black-eyed children. Like, that started you know, basically in Abilene, Texas, but there were stories of it everywhere. Everywhere. And one of the stories we told was in Portland, Oregon. Um, And then like we move on from there and talk about other things that are happening. So it's just, it's very interesting getting to see, um, you know, and then we talk about the bandage man and then we talk about zombies and the idea of, you know, bringing back the dead or the undead or whatever. I think what's cool about something
1: like this, though, when it comes to ancestral ghosts, it ties into like all that, what we we're mm-hmm. just talking about, how you look at the French, they have a word for it. And then you have the Japanese that have multiple words multiple for, words for it. it, depending on what it is, depending on what kind of spirit the classification. You're yeah. You, for a vengeful spirit, one that's just trying to look out your, for their family. Um, It's just like that kind of ties in together and how the belief that you're that person's specific belief system, because like, I mean, we've talked about it, like your belief system is different from mine. Yeah. And how you view things is very different based off of how I view things. And so, you know, you might look, you might have an easier time buying into the Japanese culture Mm -hmm. because you view things differently. Whereas me, I'm like, I don't know, but I'm open to the possibility, yeah. but that's also because of my religion. Yeah. So, which, I mean, everybody's yeah. different. And again,
0: yeah. it's just, just storytelling. That's what I'm okay. And again, each other. this gets back to the debate. Like, is a black-eyed child a ghost? Or is or it is a is cryptid? It, yeah. Is the bandage man an entity or a being? Is I mean, same with the banshee.
1: Is she mm-hmm. a spirit or is she just something like this, a yoki? That manifests. Is something that's just there to try to give you a fair warning like hey someone's
0: about to pass that you're close with is it ancestral or Mm -hmm. is it um again an entity or an outside apparition or like where is it coming from so i know that we started this episode on a quest of field guide of ghosts to find out what is the basis of what a ghost is but i feel like we've left with more questions than answers and i i like the fact that You know, we did have the
1: intentions of talking more about some of these other Mm -hmm. spirits, like animal ghosts. But the fact that we've really, like, tied down to, like, the ancestral ghosts is nice because Mm -hmm. it's...
0: And it's like an origin. It yeah. gives an origin. And I think like, you know, there's a basis for all things. Yeah. So if we think about it in those ways and have those classifications, like uh, we talk about all the time. So now this might give you some more information about like those bases that we continue to build on and tell these other stories and tell yeah. these other anecdotes and tell these other Reddit stories or people sitting in their own tales. Um, and again, everything's subjective, but we're here to find out more.
1: Yeah, and I like the fact that like, culturally we could learn and we talk about all the time like how america is so just as a whole ignorant to some of these other things mm-hmm. and we really shouldn't be because there's so many other cultures out there like and this is the one country that has like the most culturally melting pot yeah melting area. pot of people and so it's like it's interesting but it's also to the see newest so
0: we have to think about that yeah
1: But I do think it's pretty interesting to see, like, all these different cultures tied into one place Mm -hmm. and how we can learn from one another. Because our outlook on life is going to be different based off of our outlook on life, religion, Mm -hmm. culture, the mythology. Like, you look at stuff like Bigfoot. Some people just don't buy into Bigfoot, which... I love Bigfoot, dude.
0: Uh, Okay. I heart Mothman. (laughs) (laughs) So... If you could shape
1: shift and do anything, what would it be?
0: I could shape shift into anything? Yes. And like I could still go back to being a human, right? Yeah. So like
1: you can sh- shape shift back and forth from human so like how you look now mm-hmm. to mm-hmm.
0: anything, what would your other form be? Um probably like a fly or like a winged and they like a dragonfly. Or uh, like a regular fly, or like would a little moth. Would you not be worried about like somebody just like slapping you and killing you? Yeah, but then I just transform back into a human. Like like if they're like coming at me, I would just like go into like fly into a bathroom or something and be like, Whoa, sorry, don't go in there," <laughs> you know. Um, but I just want to. I just want to sneak into places and know things I'm not supposed to know.
1: <laughs> I said, I said yesterday that I would like to uh, shape shift into Bigfoot. <laughs>
0: Of course you did,
1: because it would be cool. Like, think about it. Like, you just
0: scare people,
1: exactly. And then it's like you can go out in the woods and just like is out bang for on blood. stuff, <laughs> and then scare the crap out of other people. And then like nobody would know because nobody believes that Bigfoot exists. Yeah, but I want to like so then think go about into
0: it. Joe Biden's room and like be like, "What are you doing?"
1: I mean, think about it. You can technically do that. <laughs> Imagine a Bigfoot storming <laughs> into the, the Oval White Office. House. Like that would be funny, and then it's like, what are you gonna do? It's a bigfoot. Like, are you gonna try to shoot at it, or what? Yes. You? And then they're
0: gonna try and, and then dissect you. And then it's like they don't want to dissect a moth. They already know what a moth is. <laughs> like,
1: and then you're just like, it's almost like Hulk smashed kind of thing. It's like bigfoot bang and then you just start banging on everything bigfoot
0: bang (laughs) is that your catchphrase
1: (laughs) you're just like hitting on stuff and then you run away and then they're after bigfoot and then you
0: transform back into a human and then you're like oh my god it's a bigfoot ah and it was just you (laughs) Hmm. i would like want to turn into a fly and then like break into like a millionaire's house like warren buffett and be like transfer myself money and then like leave like this analysis, you got to think about this. Yeah, and I think a Bigfoot would be cool. Anyway, so that's all for this episode of Poltergals. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed <laughs> it. Um, tune in next week to find out what we're going to be talking about next. You never know. <laughs> Maybe it's more Bigfoots
1: and. Uh, Maybe Mothman. Who
0: knows? <laughs> we'll never know. <laughs> uh, but thank you for tuning into this week. As we mentioned at the beginning of the episode, don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe. And please go leave us a review. So yeah. I was checking our Facebook. We don't have any stars yet. So please go leave us a review. Um, if you haven't already left us a review there, then leave us a review on our Spotify. We're currently at five stars. Um, so if you want to like, give us some bad stars, that's fine. But if not, please we'll give us some good we'll stars. Just, uh, end up on a one star rewind. So it's all good. It's okay. Um, but yeah, go give us. a Leave us a review and then also comment down below what your thoughts, feelings, or emotions are. Yeah. All right. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to The Poltergals, a
1: Rogue Media Network podcast.
0: This has been a Rogue Media podcast.